Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Greater Greener Georgia, GCV's environmental news and interest podcast. This week, we have a couple pieces of news that we wanted to share with you all. Yes, so January has started off with a bang in the state of Georgia. The legislative session started recently, and there hasn't been too much action yet in terms of actually passing bills, but tons have been introduced that we're expecting to see some updates on in the coming weeks. Some bills that we're paying close attention to are HB 339, which would create an Environmental Justice Commission, and HB 279, which would require local governments to post reports and information about environmental effects on their official websites. If you want to see the full list of bills that GCV is supporting, you can go to our website at gcvoters.org legislative to check all of them out. We also wanted to remind everyone that we released a documentary. It's called Abandoned, Greed, Neglect, and Environmental Injustice in Edo. You can find the documentary on YouTube and on our website at gcvoters.org. This documentary means a lot to us. We spent almost a year researching, filming, and editing to piece this thing together. Um, there's more news coming soon about the film being featured in festivals and other things, but we really just want to encourage folks to go watch the film and to share it because as we have said from the beginning of the production, as important as the film is, we really don't want it to end with its release. We need folks to understand these issues because they're not just happening in Edo, but all around Georgia and the country. So please, please, if you have not watched the documentary yet, go check it out and let us know what you think. And if you have watched it, thank you so much for your support. It was so amazing to get to know the community of Adel, and we want you to know their stories too and help us spread the word. Unfortunately, their story is not unique, and so we're trying to keep highlighting communities like this that are fighting back against environmental injustices. If you know of a community that could use someone to uplift their voice, feel free to reach out to us at alexis at gcvoters.org or miles at gcvoters.org. And now I want to jump into my major story for this week. Um, I wanted to highlight the Camden Spaceport. First, just a little background on what the Camden Spaceport even is. The Spaceport is a commercial space launch site for space tourism, research, and travel, which is the world we're living in now that this is a thing. Um, commercial space launches and travel are a real thing and are going to be commonplace in our future. The site is planned to be built on a 4,000-acre industrial site that was most recently home to a Union Carbide plant. The site would host up to 12 minor commercial space launches per year. This would exclude expeditions on rockets such as the one used by SpaceX in recent years. Um, but Bank of America estimates that by 2047, the commercial space industry could grow to a $3 trillion industry, with Camden Spaceport in particular earning around $3 million per year in tourism dollars alone, which is why this whole thing you know, is being pushed in the first place. Steve Howard, Camden County Administrator and Spaceport Camden Executive Project Lead, said um, back in the summer that this is a once-in-a-generation opportunity that will provide a new frontier of economic prosperity for Camden, the region, and the state of Georgia. Georgia is part of a new space race, and we will become one of the leaders. Um, so with all that being said, the reason that we're bringing this up is because environmentalists in the area, including prominent coastal production group 100 Miles, says that launching rockets off the coast of Georgia could result in major environmental issues due to falling debris, emissions, and also fear of failed launches crashing down into the delicate ecosystem surrounding the launch sites. The most endangered sites include Little Cumberland Island, Cumberland Island National Seashore, and the beaches, marshlands, and waterways. 
On top of the environmental concerns, the cost of the site and clearing up all the regulations in order to be approved by the Federal Aviation Administration, Camden County officials have cost taxpayers almost $10 million. There is a ton more information on this issue. This is really just scratching the surface. You know, moving to what just recently happened, the FAA has approved the license, allowing for the site to host these space launches. Um, but on a positive note, the FAA says that each launch will have to be individually approved by their agency, along with outside agencies, including the Fish and Wildlife Service. And this is going to be actually extremely hard to get each site, um, each launch approved. So that is a positive thing. They're trying to have these steps in place to keep the environment safe. But as of January, plans to construct the facility are still moving forward with the judge denying a request to halt Camden County's planned purchase of 4,000 more acres for the Spaceport's Camden launch site. Um, it seems like space exploration and rocket launches at the moment are coming to Georgia, um, but this is an involving story, so I'm sure this is not the last we'll be hearing about it. Um, so yeah, all that, a lot of information, but <laughs> and there's also way more information about it, but it's just kind of crazy that this is a real thing happening now. I know. I was going to say, it's like crazy to me that people are really fighting so hard to launch rockets out of Georgia, but I don't know, especially with all the environmental concerns that you were talking about coming from the residents. It kind of, I don't know, we definitely have a little bit of a biased opinion on this one, but it's like, why are they fighting so hard for this? But yeah, I mean, I think, well, um, you know, on the side of the rocket launching Mm -hmm. rocket launchers is, um, (laughs) is, um, I guess, Something do I have I didn't really look into the science, but something do with our location is really good for ron- launching rockets mm, because of yeah. some type of I don't know. Yeah, don't well, know I mean, I know a ton but, of, you know, like NASA is always coming out of like Florida and Texas and yeah. we're right along there. So there must be something about where we are on Earth in relation to space or something yeah, like that. If someone but, was smarter about uh aerospace and rocket yeah. launching. <laughs> It's not my job. No, why? But (laughs) yeah, well, it is interesting. But I guess we'll see what ends up evolving out of that one. Um, And so, switching gears to our other big story of the week, we're talking about nuclear power plants in Georgia. At the end of December, GCV Education Fund put out a big report called Ratepayer Robbery, The True Cost of Plant Vogel. It's a super revealing report that goes in on Plant Vogel, Georgia Power, the Public Service Commission, and how your monthly utility bills are all related. The full report is a little bit over 30 pages, so I'm going to give you the highlights of the most important information. So Plant Vogel is a nuclear power plant owned and operated by several electric power companies in Georgia, including Georgia Power. It's located right near the Georgia-South Carolina border and currently already has two units that are operational and another two units are currently being constructed, which is what the report is about, units three and four. It's the most expensive power plant ever constructed and it's billions of dollars over budget and years behind schedule. So construction on units three and four began in 2009 and were originally predicted to be completed by 2016. The initial cost was expected to be $14 billion, which is still a crazy amount of money. But unfortunately, the costs have absolutely exploded and it's now projected to be well over $32 billion, even close to $35 billion, which is more than twice the original crazy price tag. And I kind of want to put that amount of money into perspective for you for a second. 
If you think about how much $32 billion is and you want to divide up that amount of money over every single person who lives in Georgia, it would mean that the entire population of Georgia, which has more than 10 million people, every single person would each have to pay just over $3,000 to finance this project. Every single person in Georgia. It's an unfathomably gigantic amount of money to be paying for this project. And so you might think that a project like this would just bankrupt a company like Georgia Power, but the money is actually coming right out of Georgians' pockets. With the approval of the Public Service Commission, utility companies in Georgia have raised the rates of customers to pay for the Vogel construction. For customers of Georgia Power, a nuclear construction cost recovery fee is automatically added each month to your electric bills. And it's not just Georgia Power. Other similar fees are in place for customers of Oglethorpe Power, MIAG, and Dalton Utilities. So not only are the customers of the power companies paying for Vogel, but the companies are also accumulating a profit from this project. Experts have stated that Georgia Power will collect considerably more in profit over the entire life cycle of the new units from ratepayers than it would have had the project been completed under the original schedule. The profit that the company will collect will increase from about $7.4 billion to $12.6 billion over the unit's entire life cycle. So it's obviously too late to stop the construction on Plant Vogel because it's already been going on for about 12 years. So what even can be done? With the project unlikely to halt and costs continuing to rise, there seems to be really little that we as ratepayers can do about Plant Vogel. However, there are ways to hold groups and candidates like the Public Service Commission responsible. The PSC is an elected body that runs for six-year terms. There are five commissioners on the PSC, and one of those seats is up for election this November. So voters should hold the PSC commissioners accountable for their irresponsible fiscal decisions like these and do some research on which candidates to support in upcoming elections. As it gets closer, we'll definitely be keeping you all up to date on who's running and who supports GCV's values the most. It kind of makes you seem think that they want it to go as long as possible to get more profit. Yeah, one would think that. It does kind of seem like that. So yeah, it's really important to hold uh, like the Public Service Commission accountable because they're the ones who are, are supposed to hold Georgia Power accountable. It's a whole domino effect in there. Well, thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you're not already, make sure to follow us on social media and join our email list because we have a ton of amazing events coming up in the next few weeks and you are not going to want to miss them. Thanks so much for listening to Greater Greener Georgia. Have a great day.